Hey, Goners, Shauna here from The Gone Girls. If you love The Gone Girls and want to hear more, please go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, The Gone Girls, and give us a five-star rating. Love you. Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gone Girls Podcast. I forgot where we were for a second. I was like, welcome to Shauna's car again. Uh, I'm Ankara. I'm Shauna. And we've got Andy Fiore here today. Andy Fiore! Oh, how great is this? I'm going to do... Awesome. Look at this. I'm going to look at you in the rearview mirror. Is oh, yeah. Okay? Look at... That works. <laughs> I don't know. Should <laughs> I put on my seatbelt or... Uh, How many no, people have made that joke so already? Okay. Nobody said that joke. Oh, really? Joke. <laughs> All right. I should give myself more credit. Yeah, you're very, very funny. That's a good one, Thank right? Thank you. That is a good one. Put on so we're back belt. in Shauna's car, everyone. Yay. I'm an Uber driver now. <laughs> yeah. Uber. Oh, my God. You should be an Uber At driver. Literally, you could be an Uber driver. All you have to do is download the app, and you're an Uber driver. I'd be like, yeah, hop in the back of my Mini. There's plenty of room back there. <laughs> I would be like, do you have a cold? Because if you do, you can't get my car. <laughs> I would be um, the worst Uber driver. Oh my god! You, there was this. Uh, I saw this video of like uh, you know how they do cartoon stuff and they do voiceovers like sure. of real things. It yeah. was a an Uber driver, like a real Uber situation, and they did a cartoon of it. And it was really funny. The Uber driver was like, "Get out of my car!" Mm. And the lady's like, "Why are you yelling at me?" <laughs> He's like, Get out of my car! She's like, "Please, sir, stop yelling at me." He's like, I'm gonna give you a one a one star review, and she's like, "Do it." He's like, I'm gonna do it. Why? Like, why was he yelling at her? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Have you guys looked at your things. ratings lately? Do you have an Uber rating? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very interested. <laughs> my, my Uber rating is top notch because I pay people to. You tip? <laughs> yeah. You Cash pay? only. Cash only. I'm four point eight. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. I don't do Uber. I do. I, I, do, I only do when I I'm do, with other people. And I'm I like, do I'm actually cash. tip Uber drivers. It's too much for my brain for some reason. I well, do it like do if, it. I, like when I went home for Thanksgiving last week. Yeah. I didn't get home till like midnight. Yeah. And that's I feel guilty calling my parents and asking me them to pick me up from the train yes, station. Yes. Right. So I Uber in my hometown. Yeah. Where and where are you from? I'm from Morristown, New Jersey, originally. Oh. It's like 45 minutes directly west of the city. Yeah, My super sister close. lives in Morristown, Tennessee. Really? Or she did oh. Tennessee. I know of Morristown, Tennessee. Do you really? I was driving to New Orleans 12, 15 years ago, yeah. and I went through Tennessee, and I was like, Morristown, <laughs> they got one too. I know, because it's so <laughs> random, right? Yeah. Oh, God, Somehow that's always mind-blowing to me. I'm like, you got one also? <laughs> yeah, right. We should hang. Right? Yeah. <laughs> when I first went to go visit her when she moved there, because she's from, we're from Florida, and we're from like Miami, Fort Lauderdale, so it's you yeah. know very like metropolitan, mm-hmm. and it's like population 50, Morristown, New Jersey. And um, when I went to Blockbuster with her back in the day, like she was the mayor of the town, everybody knew her. I'm like, you know, everybody. <laughs> we go to the grocery store, everybody knows you. She's oh, like, yeah. I thought you meant the actual mayor. And I was like, no. she's a dentist and a mayor. Yes. <laughs> she's amazing. Well, we know who the all star in the family is. <laughs> yeah. huh? We're totally sitting in a car on 7th together. Avenue, and she's a dentist and mayor. Now we know why I'm compensating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm a comedian. I get like seven minutes of material that I like. You get to be a comedian when your sister's a doctor, that's how it works. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you have a doctor in your Family? your siblings? No, we're all pretty mediocre. Oh, <laughs> oh you're so pre- lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
My older, my ha- I have a half sister and I have a younger sister, oh. like a biological, a real one. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm Whole in the middle, one. and one's a teacher, and one is a. She like I don't really know what she does. <laughs> We're not like super tight, oh. but she is like the manager at like uh, like a craft store in upstate New York. Oh, oh, wow. okay. And then she tries to be like a nutritionist, or she claims to be on social media. Oh, but uh, you can you can claim to be a lot of things on social media. I sold jewelry for like six months. Yeah, yeah. That was a it's shit she's show. like, I'm a life coach, but it's like, dude, you're divorced with a fucking kid. You have no, idea. you should have no business coaching. <laughs> this is your half sister. That's the half. So, you know. That's so funny. But don't you but but, you know, I'm I'm definitely on your side cuz you're my friend obviously. Thank you. Uh, but don't you feel like I always feel like people that go through like really crappy stuff like have more to offer cuz they've gone through it. So, maybe she has stuff to yeah, offer. Yeah, that's a good point and uh <laughs> thank you for kind of backpedaling on. <laughs> I'm your friend, but <laughs> I'm going to completely disagree. <laughs> I'm your friend, but I'm going to side with your sister that I've never met. No, I, I, that's I'm a good thing. i go visit her this weekend, actually. <laughs> yeah. We have plans. Yeah. What's her life coach business She's called? on the podcast. I have no idea. Next. <laughs> she's like, she's in her 50s, too, and like doesn't know how to tweet right. You know, she'll, leave, she'll tag people incorrectly, and she's like, I'm so embarrassed. It's embarrassing. Oh, she's a lot older than you, then. Yeah, it's why I have a crazy aged family. Oh, like, Ooh, I do, too. What's yours? My dad's 94. Okay. <laughs> no way, Yeah, no one's really prepared for that. They're like, what? 94. What do you got? 70s, 80s? I'm 80s. like, I'll blow that out of the yeah. water. You blew wow. that out of the water. And the odd thing about that, people always go, oh, that makes sense with, because uh, my older sister Maria is 55, 54 on next week. Wow. And, uh, but he had her even older. That's where you're wrong, Shauna. Oh. It's my mom's kid. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it takes oh. a real hairpin turn there. <laughs> oh. No one, everyone's like, that makes sense. He's older and then got married. Nope. My mom got knocked up at like 20. Oh. So that's my mom's kid. My dad had me. I'm his firstborn kid. He had me at 55. He oh, wow. The, I know. Oh, you totally win. My yeah. dad was 45. Was yeah. he like, what was, what was his rationale? Was he like, fuck it? I have done no, everything I, else? I, we're Irish Italian Catholics. So that <laughs> conversation has never been yeah. asked or talked about. Oh, right. We, okay, right, right, right. Bottle yeah. everything up. <laughs> yeah. And then it. he had my little sister at 62. So like, what? we're like 15 and then seven years apart. It's just like, they literally had a kid in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. My mom did at least. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. But she was uh, much younger than him then. Oh, yeah. My mom is, my mom is appropriately aged for me. I'm 38. Uh-huh. And my mom has just turned 70, 71. Okay, okay. right, right. So, so she's, yeah. Wow. But, I mean, he's still alive at 94. Maybe that's the Yeah, key. still kicking. Have no, I mean, he's, he's a very... Life. You gotta, they keep you lo- young. That's what my parents say. He's a super, like, young-spirited, virile kind of guy. And, like, when he was in Aww. his 60s, he, he looked like 20 years. He's now starting to look his age a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. You just can't fight the Reaper for so long. No, you can't. But he's still, like, super active. I was home for Thanksgiving. He's got me out chopping wood. And, like, he's th- right there with me. Putting me to shame. That's awesome. Like, my arms hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Cartoons are on. Oh, my God. He's like, shut up, pussy. That's amazing. I have to say, uh, my acting teacher is 90, I think he's 95 now. Or actually, maybe he's 96. And he's still working. And I I feel like that is the key. My dad worked well into his 80s. Do what you love? What did he do? He was a mechanical engineer. Oh, so like, wow. and I think like that right kind of kept the brain sharp too, because yep. he like designed things, had like blueprints and That's schematics. That's what my dad did too, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Cool, but he became a Christmas tree farmer. That's what he did with his. That's good money in that. 
There, yeah, for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> for like a month, it's killer money. It's so funny. But yeah, we're cre- yeah, it's a weird age group of uh, siblings and family members. Um, Everybody's so, so is your far dad apart. retired now? He's retired now. Is your yes. dad retired? He, did, he in never, did he retire in a farm like our dads? <laughs> no, they've lived. They moved back to the house we grew up on. Aww. I mean, the street we grew up on. Oh. The house we grew up on. Well, that's nice. Which is two houses down from where we grew up, and they just yeah, they live you in a very go woodsy over to part. Neighbor to that house and be like, hey guys. He totally did. <laughs> he wandered down there. I was like, what are you doing with the old farm, the old glory place? <laughs> he has no problem. He yeah. totally uses old guy. Like I can get away with it because I'm an old cadre. Uh, yeah, he'll just wander in. I'm gonna do that to somebody's family room. And be like, well, I used to live here. <laughs> it was like you can't do that. Was it a farm? Was it, actually it wasn't a farm, but oh. they're like it's like a very woodsy part of New Jersey. Oh, okay. And like yeah, the houses are a little spread out. I feel like that's the key too. I feel like living out in Separate. nature, mm-hmm. staying busy, staying physically active. He totally does all that. Yeah. He like lined the fields at the high school. Wow. He loves it. That's so cool. That <laughs> yeah. is so cool. Daddy Fiore. Is yeah, that you pretty call interesting him? guy. Do you call him Daddy? No. <laughs> what do you call him? I call him Dad. <laughs> Dad. Aww. What's his name? Joseph. What up, Joe? Joe. Joseph. Joseph Fiore. Yeah. Fiore's such a good name. You know, I Flowers. wanted to ask you, are you related to um, the Fior- uh, Fiore's Pizza? I mean, I know it's I know it's Irene Bramson. Right. right. I was say. It is. Owns and it, no, because we are F-I-O-R-I, where they're F-I-O-R-E. Oh, you're right. Oh, oh that's it. Fiore. Yeah. yeah. And the only difference oh. is that's, in Italian, that's flower and flowers. My name is spelled plurally, and that's the singular version of flower. Oh, I took okay. six years of Italian. Are, are, <laughs> is there any Italian uh, influence in you? Like, are, do you? Yeah, I know. I don't look at it at all. Oh, yeah. No, you do. But look, I'm 75 Italian. Italian. Yeah. No, we're, it's like... super North Italy is where we're from. Yeah. And then uh, I'm actually I'm only 25 Irish and I'm 75 Italian. Wow. My, wow. My, but my dad, who's the whole Italian side, uh-huh. his family is like crazy North Italy. It's like blonde hair, blue eyes, and yeah, like okay. fair skinned. Oh, I see. Right. So okay. that combined with the 25 Irish. Okay. You got whatever mishmash I am. Wow. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, we usually, I mean, we have a lot of, you know, the, the questions, but I really want to get to know Andy because I don't really know Andy that well. Keep digging. <laughs> I want to know <laughs> everything. He's an open book, this guy. I know. I love yeah, it. Absolutely. We had so much it. fun on your show. Oh, it was yeah, the best. It was great. so fun. Yeah. Um, so when did you start doing comedy? I started doing comedy. Like, did you always want to oh, so many questions? Did you no. always want to do comedy? I did. Because I was such a huge fan of it. To the kid. Since you yep. big comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stand-up I specifically stand or up. just uh, like loved, sketches and all that kind of other stuff or whatever? I loved stand-up because I used to watch like MTV's Half Hour Comedy Hour. Really? Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh. And then um, I used to watch old reruns of Saturday Night Live, yep. like the, the very first cast. And then I became like an actual fan of the show and watch that you know saturdays at 11 30 yeah and then i used to love in living color too oh too i loved in living color yeah Yeah, totally good fly Fly girls girls. and everything yeah um so i loved comedy Hmm. and then stand-up always appealed to me because i and this is gonna sound pretentious but i always thought they were like smarter people yeah because i was like oh that's so clever yeah how do you guys think of that yeah and that like drew me in and i was just like that's so awesome no one ever told me they thought I should do stand-up or anything like that. Yeah. I was just a fanboy <laughs> and was like, I want to be a part of that club. So uh, when I was a senior in college in 2001. Where'd you go to college? Villanova University. That's Whoa. where my parents went. No shit. My parents 2016 there. National Champions. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, me and uh, Cara's husband. 
go back and forth because they're big UConn. Oh yeah, people. he loves UConn. Oh, so and UConn Villanova, big rivals in basketball. Total huge UConn fan. That's so <laughs> funny. Oh my god. So I literally went to the comedy cabaret in North. West Philadelphia, uh-huh. my senior year of college, literally one month after 9-11. Oh, my god! October of 2001. Yeah. I was a... Oh, the world, I mean, time. what's a better time <laughs> than right after 9-11? Andy Fiore's humor. <laughs> yeah. I got this, laughter everybody. Right now. I got this. Yeah. And uh, I had... I got to know a couple of the comics there because my girlfriend at the time in college, her uncle, who is still a comic, John Kensel, in Philadelphia, um, was a comedian. Oh. And one night we were, she was like, you want to go? My uncle is uh, on a show with a bunch of his friends. We should go and watch. And I was like, yeah, of course. Uh, and then I got to talking with the guys and I had that, you know, that very naive <laughs> thing where I was like, man, I always wanted to do comedy. And one guy was just like, the open mic on Wednesdays, come down. Yeah. And that's all it took. I went once and just watched. Okay. Nervously. I was going to say, like, that's, I mean, you know, there's people that just jump in and there's people that, like, think about it for years. No, totally. I went once and watched, and then the next week, it was every Wednesday. And then I I just, it was like, it was, there were two minutes spots, and I wrote what I thought were jokes. Yeah. And, uh, you got bit by the bug. I got, like, a little bit of a laugh on one of them. (laughs) And then, yeah, I kept going back for a little while. And then, like, senior year of college kind of got in the way, and Uh I was still so, like, uncomfortable with it and nervous about it yeah i was never uncomfortable on stage but i just like hated being embarrassed or what i thought yeah. was embarrassing even though nobody like friends it's, of mine my girlfriend's like let me come i want to watch like get the fuck no. out of here what were you going yeah. to school for i went to school for communications but i didn't really go to school for okay. anything that okay. was just kind of the major i landed okay on, right right know? right right so you weren't a performer you weren't an no. actor already so performing itself was difficult it, I don't know or if it was challenging? difficult. Not even challenging, because I always wanted to. Oh, okay. And I actually okay. went out for, like, I was in a play my senior year oh, at Villanova. Okay. Oh, all right. So I always, like, itched that scratch. You know what I mean? Uh, that was one thing I'd never had, like, stage fright or anything like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was okay. not a problem. My problem was just, like, writing jokes and getting that's comfortable a, with that format of it. Yeah, that's... Because I didn't have any problem being up there. It was oh. just like I had to find what it's I thought was so funny. Interesting to hear what's different with different people. For yeah, somebody. yeah. I would actually say for most people, it's the performing part of it. If they're not already actors or whatever, they're just like, "Oh my god, being on stage." Is yeah, I was lucky in that way shit. where I was very comfortable ah. in front of people, and for whatever reason, you know what I mean. So, how did you get into writing more? Like, how did you get? Well, I actually stopped. After I graduated, I stopped for a while. Oh. I moved back home to New Jersey, and then I moved to New Orleans for like a year with Ooh, college friends. New Orleans. Yeah. New and Orleans. then, uh, <laughs> and then um. I moved back to New Jersey. And when you're from my town, like North Jersey, everyone just kind of moves to the city. You know yeah. what I mean? They don't really have a reason. Yeah, People are just like, that's kind of what you do. That's where oh. the money is. Yeah, whatever, I didn't yeah. know. It's, so I, uh, I got a job in PR. Uh, for like a high tech PR really? agency, yeah. Huh. I just took an internship because like that. Ooh, I was. Did you, what was your major? It was communications. Okay. And it wasn't so really it's anything. All, it's yeah, the, yeah, I it's guess all so. the same realm. But I was kind of following that mold that uh-huh. like kids from my town just kind of do. It was like you get an internship in the city and then you get a job and then you move into the city. Right. You know what I mean? The path. Yeah, the path. So I did that, and then yeah. I, I got an internship, and then they hired me full-time, and I hated it. Ugh. But it was just like, I guess this PR. is what I'm supposed to do. But I always had the stand-up in the back of my head. Yeah. So I was doing bringers. I started doing bringers, like, oh. in the city. So when was this? Like, this would be, you... like, 2002 and 2003. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, But that was, like, once a month, maybe. 
You know, right. like those, it was bringers at the old Gotham Comedy Club where, you know. On 23rd? Yeah, I was yeah. on 22nd at the time. Oh, 22nd. Yeah, right. there was, there was a small room. It's the Cosmopolitan Room now. Right, right, right. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we that used to be the original like club. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I did shows there, yep. Yeah, I just started doing those and there was no way to like be able to keep that up consistently. It's like I can't bring 10 it's friends hard. even once a month, you oh know. Oh, my God. And I wasn't. I was no. I would do that as much as I could, but I wasn't changing. I found like ten minutes of material, and I wasn't writing at all. I'm like, this is good what I have. Yeah. So I wasn't putting the work in, and I wasn't going out. And it's gonna sound dumb now, but like I was ignorant about how to do it, like how to go out every single night and make friends. Like I didn't, it didn't click for me. Yeah. I was just like I don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize to go Aww. out and network and go right. be seen. It just was. Yeah, it didn't dawn on me. No, because you were just focused on being the, and the, I had, the stand up, right? Yeah. So I had other shit going on too, and then it was hard, and I just kind of stopped until about 2009, when I was just like, "This is stupid. I gotta just go after this." Hmm. And then, I uh, I started going out to bar show like in that four or five years bar shows yeah. had become like this prevalent yeah, thing now thing. Yeah. where they really weren't when mm-hmm. I started yeah so I would look in like Time Out Magazine and L Magazine it used to be that little like free oh, pamphlet yeah. magazine and there would be a bunch of shows and I would just go and watch those and one night I saw Andy Pitts I love Andy Pitts. He yeah. helped me write my first joke. He is a guy who kind of brought me back into comedy. I didn't know you guys were close. Absolutely, because Aww. I had moved home. So not to, I'm all over the map here, but when I was living at home after college, I worked at Rascals in West Orange oh, as a cedar because I wanted to be around comedy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And that was a local club not, 20 minutes right? from my parents' That's house. That's where you learn everything. That's where you learn the biz- how yeah. everything is and how people are getting better. Absolutely. I was, And that was great because... Once I my job was kind of done after the show started, I just sat back and watched. Yeah. And I was standing in the back. Andy Pitts was featuring for somebody. I don't even remember who. And we just started talking. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of new to this. And yeah. He said, yeah, you should move to New York and you should do it. And I, I love him. Years I love later, him for saying that. I know. So years yeah. later, uh, he was at one of the bar shows. Sam Morell uh, and Harrison Greenbaum used to run this show on Bar 82 in the East Village. <laughs> and Andy Pitts was on it. And I went and I just got the balls to walk up to him and be like, hey, man, I don't think you're right. ever." He goes, Andy? I go, Andy! We both have the same name. And, uh, He's a good egg. He, he kind of immediately was like, I'm going to another bar show after this. Do you want to come? I'll introduce you. And maybe, uh, you know, they can put you up So you eventually. finally started making friends. And then, and that's how yeah. he was kind of like, yeah, you just kind of got to go around and meet people and introduce and you were like, oh, spots. And that's, that's what got me back into it. talk to human beings? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think I'm going to stop this because I'm getting a low battery signal. I'm going to go run in there and get... Okay, we are back. Had to go get some batteries. <laughs> Woohoo! All right. Yeah. Okay, so where were we? Uh, Andy Pitts. Andy Helped Pitts. Helped me, brought me back into the fold. So you you met, you met made friends. You yep. realized you needed to go out all the time. And then how... I'm so curious about the writing part. And so when did that change for you? Or had you been slowly starting to write the whole time and figuring out how to write for yourself? I hadn't been writing the whole time at all. Okay. I had to basically come up with all new stuff. Oh. And it's brutal. It was painful. Like, it yeah. was bad. Oh, okay. But... Because uh, it's like... It was bar shows. So it wasn't the end of the world, you know, yeah. but it was just getting like rhythm and pacing back. So it was basically starting over. It was basically starting from scratch. Yeah. Because you just, it, you know, I was still not, I should go back. Like when I was doing, when I started, I never did it with any sort of consistency to 
to write a lot. Yeah, because you're I like think every the more once stage in a while, you're like, I'm going to go up go. now, kind of. Yeah. When you felt like it. So that was just a, ma- that's just, oh, writing just for me was over time. And right. it's still yeah. developed. Like, I still don't think I'm as good a writer as I can be. I don't think, I, you know. So and you do don't you consider yourself a writer? Sorry. No, it's okay. Not in like the uh, classic stand-up sense of like, oh, those guys are writers. They work at writing every single day. I don't. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm do not one of those guys. I wish perform- I was. Like the stuff that you, you, like, let's say you're trying out new stuff. Do you like just go off the cuff? On stage? I used to write down every single thing and, and then, like, like write it out to the word. It, like... Now I write down a premise and I kind of go off that. Oh, okay. And it, I feel like that's me as a comic. Right. I, it took me a little that's while awesome. to find that. Yeah. Because I was scared out. to do that for a while. That's scary. Yeah, it still is. Yeah. But I feel like that's a better process for me. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. I have a whole joke file in my phone yeah. of just, you know, sh- garbage. It's just endless scroll of <laughs> just one sentence premises but every now and then you'll get something you know like yep. I did a show in Schenectady like upstate New York on Saturday and I did something <laughs> for the first time and it worked pretty well and I got like a line that I never said you know to my, in my head before out of it on stage yeah and I think that's what's beneficial to it and do you remember stuff that you yeah. say on stage? I don't. How do you hold on to that? Yeah, when yeah you I'm bad something? at that too. I oh, have yeah. a decent memory <laughs> where I'll be like, I'll if I remember something's good, I can remember it pretty okay. easily. I should be better at taping. Yeah. everything and everybody you should you should just tape everything no matter what and that's the brutal part of it is going back and listening going it back and listening it's oh. awful it's, it's pure worst. hatred you know? i remember when i really first started i was like super excited i used to come home and i'd be like i'm gonna listen to this and Amelia was like i want to hear it too ah, no get out of here and he was just like <laughs> i was like i'm never ever letting you listening to again because i was like kind of proud of it because my fear was so and he was like me. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, that was. Fu-. They laughed at it, but I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's just like every instance is different, oh, and every yeah. crowd is different. I've, no, it's super interesting. I've listened to some. I've been like, I fucking killed. That was <laughs> so good. I'm gonna listen to this shit, and I play it in my car on the way home, and I listen, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Like, oh, it's so bad. And they're not even laughing. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was? What, like what happens it's so hard to get a true gauge of (laughs) like what's my ego like i've listened to some where i think i bombed and i did well and i've listened to some like i said where i think i killed and it sounds it's so terrible yeah it's so hard to get yeah uh i i have to do a lot of writing stuff down and just i constantly am transferring stuff to a new a new set list a new page in my notebook like i'm just constantly shifting stuff over right and from notes in my phone i'm because i just i can't i can't remember stuff this is obviously this is terrible for radio but it's just a piece of paper in my back pocket not even note cards it's just my papers yeah it's just crumbled up papers with just and i just write one thing yeah and you know question marks next to it (laughs) (laughs) Mm, it and that's just one kind of what i go on you know i love it how are we doing on time? Because I know that um, I had to run out. I don't know if you. Yeah, we should get to the questions. Okay, let's get, get to, the, to the, questions. the questions. Okay, so, what are some of the things you find difficult in life, Andy? Oh, difficult in life. Well, I mean, we kind of. How, <laughs> how real do you want me to get on this? Very. One? Is, I don't want to get too serious because, but I feel like that's a serious question. Yeah, yeah, it's very serious. So yeah, I mean, since we touched upon it, I have a like uh, a hard time with my family a lot. You know, oh. especially because yeah. as siblings who are 
very spaced apart in age. Yeah. We all kind of had our own childhood yes. apart. We almost all grew up as only children right. with yeah. siblings. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that's so how I So yeah. it's super competitive and like pithy and fucking it's very competitive. Bratty and like oh. and it's almost to the point where you're just like, I'd rather not even spend time with you people. Oh, oh my gosh. Separately from like with my parents, that's a you know, right? No problem. The when I'm there like at their house alone, that's fine. Yeah. And it's you know Peaceful. but like it's a very contentious thing with my sisters. And uh, it's very passive aggressive. How much oh younger is God, your younger so sister than you? She's seven years younger. Uh, so so seven and 15. If you're six years older than a sibling, you are, you're considered to be an only child. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's super difficult. Like going home, like biting my tongue a lot of the times, just being like, "It's not worth it. Be the bigger man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes you just want to. And she's like, yeah, she's got classic youngest child shit too, where she's like super insecure about, you know. Yeah. But um. Baby. Yeah, that's a super difficult thing in my life. I'm. They're all going away for Christmas, and I couldn't be more excited. (laughs) I can't go. Oh. And I'm like, I get the whole thing to myself, which sounds terrible. <laughs> no, you know? it doesn't. I, get it. I spend Thanksgiving alone. I mean, alone with my boyfriend. I wasn't just by myself. Yeah. Because I was sick and I couldn't. I couldn't travel. And he, he was like, he was like, "This is the nicest Thanksgiving, <laughs> isn't it?" Though that's I'm and so I lo- much I looking forward to. It. I love my family and I yeah. love spending time with them. But wow, is it peaceful to yeah. spend a holiday? Yeah. Just chilling is yeah. nice. Yeah, I wouldn't want to always do that. Okay, next question. Shoot. What is your greatest fear and why? My greatest fear, I and this is morbid, but it's dying. Oh. My favorite, my biggest fear is like it's I'll go one. to sleep and I'll I'll die. Oh. Yeah, I know it's not rational, but it's like it's well, not I could, totally irrational. I eat that's better. how my father <laughs> died. Literally, that's how that's my father died. That's what scares me. I had an uncle who died at like sixty, like that. He just kind of died and. Oh. There's like shit that runs in my family where I'm like, I hope I wake up tomorrow. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think about it a lot. I talk about my therapist about it a lot, and he's like, "You're being insane." Oh, and yeah, I go, this is I a know. real, genuine fear. Like this Absolutely. is active in your life. Not yeah, just I like... think about it a lot. Wow. Especially like sometimes if you know, I'll go out and like party all weekend or something, yeah. and I'll be like, <laughs> and then I'll like eat like garbage. I'll be like, "You're gonna have a heart attack at 38. You're yeah. gonna die, and you're gonna be one of those guys." <laughs> You're going to be the one guy in your friend's circle (laughs) where they're going to be like, oh, that was the guy who died young. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like a legitimate, I I mean. He just had to eat a Burger King again. (laughs) I know. Get some roughage, Fiori. (laughs) Some kale. Yeah. Jeez. So I've been trying to like change what I can and be a little better. But yeah, that's always like. You look number. Oh, thanks. I mean, you're looking at me through a, re- a cloudy rear view mirror. I know, and I know. I'm only looking at you from like <laughs> basically your chin up. <laughs> yeah, that's you can tell. Listen, people look. The hair's great. Yeah, we, yeah. The hair's great, and hair can yeah. tell you it's people, healthy. People look. <laughs> people look crazy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I I see people. I mean, especially oh, in this yeah. city where I'm like, oh dear, somebody needs a glass of milk. <laughs> My lord, right. <laughs> So, you so would, yeah, sorry to get so hit. No, my other one is spiders. That's hundred percent <laughs> what we want. We want real. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think about that a lot. Okay, well, I'm cool. sorry. No, don't be. I man, yeah. I well. Have you conquered any fears? You're alive. I used to be so much worse at flying, and oh. I think I'm pretty good now because oh, I've really? done it so much. It's one of those things where you like you do it enough, you get used to it, and now right. just through comedy, you're forced to. I have to know what happened. What would happen? I would be insanely nervous and like 
gripping everything tightly. And like, if you sat next to me, you would know. Like I had one time, like an elderly, this is a classic story, but like an elderly woman, I, she could see me, you know, tightening my grip on the the armrest. knuckling it. Like I was going to rip it out of the socket. (laughs) And she put her hand on mine. It was, she was like, it'll be all right. And she gave me like, oh, she's like, you know, this is safer than driving. I was like, I've heard that a million times. No. You know, it but she feel soothed me. Than driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then it was just like, it wasn't like crippling. Yeah. But if any turbulence happened, yeah. I'd be like, "This is it. We're going down." <laughs> oh and then I'd be like, "Oh, this is the way I'm going to die. It's not going to be the heart attack." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was one I kind of just got better out of necessity. Uh-huh. And now I'm like not even that bad anymore. Oh, that's good. But I'll still get very uncomfortable. When turbulence happens. Oh, yeah. I think, because you see people like, you know, these warriors who are just on flights every day. Yeah. And it's like crazy turbulence. And they're just, they sleep right through it or they're just like par for the course. Yeah. And I'm still crazy. I'm like, we're going down. This is it. You know. Yeah. Make amends. Pretty (laughs) nerve wracking. Make peace with the Lord. I love flying and I loved flying as a little kid. Like I loved it. I always loved the takeoff. Like I really enjoyed it. Um, but the older I get, the more I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> now you're cr- fucking <laughs> cruising is, through the air. It's insane. This is nuts. <laughs> so, so my dad is a pilot. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I flew a lot as a kid. And, and like my dad did said everything that you say to someone that would make you comfortable. My mom was a nervous wreck. She would be crying in the seat, like having the stewardess come to her because they know it's like Captain <laughs> Martinez's wife is here with her daughter. You know? And so I was just like funny. having fun. Oh, my and God. And then I was fine. And then all of a sudden I turned like 25 or 26 and I went on a flight by myself once and I was like, there was a little bit of turbulence. And I yeah. got really scared all out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, my God. But then a switch goes on in my head that go like it just kind of just shuts it off. I'm like, nah. Like, if this is it, this is it. I'm like, just relax. Oh, wow. Kind of just, like, let go. Like, enjoy the ride down. Cara's like, I'm going to die. I'm going to enjoy my death. It's like I almost, like, <laughs> oh trick my, my mind to be like, all right, this is it. Like, huh. what can I do? Like, like I just kind of let go of it. I wonder I if that's really healthy or really delusional. <laughs> no, I think that's good. Probably <laughs> both. Be, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Did you ever get that? I had like crazy ear thing when I was a kid flying. Oh my god, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was so worse. painful. I now I hear little that. kids. I'm like, I know how you feel, buddy. I know it's so Aww. painful. Yeah, I had the ear thing. It's really painful. It definitely sounds like they're in pain. I can say that. It, I yeah, I, I remember having it, having it and it being like just mm-hmm. torture. Yeah. Okay, so we're we have a new segment um, that we're trying out, which is um, a therapy segment. And so we oh, perfect. Yeah, we asked we're we're gonna give I you free, we were doing this. free advice. <laughs> big nasty doesn't like it. <laughs> big nasty. Yeah, I just forgot to start introducing it. myself as big nasty on the Oh, is that not a known thing? Not on this podcast. I love it so much. I that's love why it so I keep much calling too. it back. That really, <laughs> bring it back. that really cracked me up that day because I didn't know that. That's an amazing. Yeah, we the one. nicknames. Big nasty. Hashtag big, big nasty. nasty. <laughs> okay, so we're offering free advice. Okay. So do you have something that you're working through presently besides your fear of death and flying um, that you would like advice on? Um, Literally anything. Wide open. I mean that and I am trying to. I go through. I have like a bad like a uh, not addiction but i i like a binge like so like i gained a bu- like 20 pounds yeah. like really quickly Fast. Uh-huh. but then i can lose it really quickly you know oh, what i mean oh like you so touch, I'm, yeah i'm going through that right now where i just like you know eating a mm-hmm. small portion that's my major thing it's like portion control 
And that's okay. like in every aspect of my life. You know okay. what I mean? Oh, you do, you do, you binge. Yeah, totally. Drop. Like boo. I'll go out for a night boozing and be like out till five. Mm-hmm. You know. Or you'll nothing. Right. Exactly. Huh. Yeah, it's very. Let me ask you up. something. So Shoot. okay, so I'm playing the therapist now. Which which way do you feel safer? As the the guy who's on the binge or off the binge, which way do you feel safer? Um, uh, definitely off. Oh, <laughs> I get the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. I don't I don't know if it, I I was just super curious because I know I know some people like that struggle with weight and stuff feel safer. And, and better when they have weight on them. Like, that's what Oprah, oh. Oprah says. She feels better when she's bigger. Oh, she no, is. no. I'm very insecure. I have oh. low self-esteem. So it's mm-hmm. like when oh. I get back down to... And, it, you know, it doesn't hurt when people are like, you look great, you've done that. You know, that yeah, builds yeah, yeah, me yeah. up. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I have such a small personality. Not a small... Not a personality is the wrong word, but... <laughs> <laughs> like insecurity issues, so I'm like, dang, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I also like, hate, I'll take it. You yeah, definitely but I don't hate have taking a, compliments too. I'm the worst at that. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> so yeah, definitely off because uh, I, I love eating so much. I do too. Okay. I'm just Big out of fan. fun and just do you like, like going to work out. out? Hmm? Do you like to work out or no. anything? Okay. Oh no. Here's my advice, right? All right. Okay. Ooh. Since I moved to New York. Um, I was probably like 10 pounds heavier, which it just was uncomfortable yeah. in my body. And I fluctuate. I'm a tall girl, so I fluctuate like five to seven pounds. That's like the thing. A I'm 6'4", no too. Deal. So it's, yeah. You're 6'4"? Um, yeah. So like. Holy shit. I know what you're saying because yeah. you can, it kind of. And I eat. I'm hungry. Out. I need to eat. Right. Like, I, and, you know. <laughs> and when I drink, I, ga- I eat Big more. Big nasty so needs to eat. I need to <laughs> eat, honey. I need my carbs. So um, I made, and the, the life of New York is so hard that, like, yeah. who has time to go to the gym? Who has time to do this? Like, you're so tired from doing stand-up and working and this and that. So I noticed that my body changed because I would walk everywhere because I was trying to figure out the city. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, Unless it's raining, because I hate walking in the rain in New York. If it's snowing, fine. I walk everywhere. I walk to work. I walk to every, like, I'll do an hour or two of walking a day. Wow, it's no podcast. And I don't even think I'm doing anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like just walking everywhere. Don't no, that's subway. huge because I hate the yeah. uh, motivation of going yeah. to the gym. And I hate yeah. being there and the monotony of it. And if you need to, and like it gets your endorphins going. And if like you need to listen, like you can listen to podcasts, which is good because information, you can learn things yeah. about. That's what, that's what's helped me. No, like, that's good. My weight like, like kind of stable. All right. So that closes our therapy session. All right, awesome. thanks guys. Um, oh, you okay. highlighted it this time. I did. Thank okay, God. so this is our. This is the. We do a cold read. Oh, I love each it. Each week, Aww. one of us writes it. This week, I wrote it. It's um, gonna be awesome. And so, um, you're playing the music mus- exec. Yeah, music right. exec. <laughs> I love this. And then we're. <laughs> and then we're gonna. This has never been heard. This is not an existing scene. No, no, yeah, I never. wrote. I wrote okay, it this cool. morning. Wrote it this morning. I'm trying not to. I'm not uh, reading luckily, ahead. Luckily, I read. Okay, you could sit in the middle. I remembered sure. to write it this morning. I Give me the bitch seat, pig nasty. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can oh we God, say I that anymore? Forward. Is that? I love of course big we can. nasty. Can we st- can we say bitch seat anymore? That Should one's. We close this. Yeah. Oh, it was it over bitch seat because of. Um, okay. It was just bad lighting, I think. Okay. No, it, it, I meant bitch seat. Oh. Starting live video. <laughs> God, here, we'll turn amazing. the light on. I know, there I'm we too go. Big. All right, who's on here? Andy, we got to tag you. That's me. Tag. 
That's amazing that it recognizes. I know. Isn't it okay, we're live and we're waiting for Donna to come on. Donna Vasels for Donna is, um, She's probably cutting hair right now because it's daytime. She's yeah. She's My always the one that tells us that we're. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Emilio promo, promo code. <laughs> Emilio. What's up, Emilio? <laughs> Emilio. All right, so. Okay, so. wrote the sketch this week. I wrote the sketch week. this week. This is Andy Fiore. Andy Fiore. Anybody Donna! There you are, Donna. Donna. How's the Christmas tree? My, my family has a Christmas tree farm, and uh, they sent Donna a Christmas tree at her salon. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. We, we should get headsets Hi. so we don't have to hold these mics and read. All right, so we're doing our sketch. All right. Music Studio Interior Day. Thanks for meeting with us today. We're psyched, so psyched to meet with you. Real cool. You're meeting with us. Thanks, thanks, man, for the meet. You're welcome. Looking forward to seeing what you guys have. I have heard good things. Yeah, man, thanks. Thank you. We're pumped. I'm, yeah, I'm going to stop now. Thank you. Should I get started? Just set it up for me a little bit. Okay, okay. I've been going through chemo, unfortunately, and they said my hair would fall out. I would be bald by day 11 or 15 of treatment, right? Okay. She has cancer. Thank you. Okay. Okay, well, um, cool. as you can see, it's been three weeks, and I have all of my hair still except for down there. Down where? My pubes fell out, but I still have all the rest of the hair on the, my, everywhere on my whole body. <laughs> awesome. She does. Uh, she doesn't have any pubes, um, pubic hair now. It's just gone. But she still has all the hair on her head. No, I get it. That is a uh, phenomenal. Congrats. <laughs> well, it's just I was upset about it. I was super confused, and I'm sorry, but I like my pubes. She liked her pubic hair. She was sad when it fell out. It made her start writing music. It did. Um, it did. I. I <laughs> It did. I started to write these jingles to God. I called them Dirty Cancer Hands. It's my music to God, but it's about my pubes and other sexual things that are happening to me during chemotherapy. Oh, cool. She's spiritual, but she loves sex. Is is this a joke? Kind of, but it's a sarcastic one. What? I was kidding. She was kidding. She was kidding. Anyway, can I get started? This first one is called My Pubes Fell Out, but it's all right because I got a pussy and Lord, it's tight. This is a Christian studio. <laughs> That's perfect. She loves God. I do. I love God. Don't you have a song called Lord, Bring Me to the Light? I heard it's a beautiful gospel hymn and the soundbite you sent me sounds so lovely. Uh, she wrote that with her partner and they broke up. He was pissed she got cancer. Felt like she was stealing the spotlight. Can you believe that shit? What a dick. Okay, look, we are a Christian station. We record clean music. I actually really like you. I like your look. Can you just play me something clean? Mm, no. Oh, she said no. No? No. She said no again. Thank you. Why are you even here? Uh, not sure. Sorry. <laughs> Look, I like you too. I love this studio and I love your station. I also love God, but I am writing dirty cancer hymns now. That's what I do. That's what's coming through me. God wants me to sing about pussy and sucking dick. It makes me feel alive. <laughs> Can you allude to pussy and dick? No. She said no. Sorry. Okay, well, just sing me the song. Maybe I can hook you up with one of my people at... Serious XM. <laughs> yes. Let's do this. She said, let's do this. Can you wait outside? Yep. My pubes fell out, but it's all right, because I got a pussy and the Lord is tight. 
Yay! I thought it was two weeks FM. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, my, I my dumbass read it wrong. No, you read it right. No, did I write it wrong? What is it? Is it serious? Oh, yeah, XM. Oh, okay. I thought you put FM on purpose. I know. That's like a joke. I was like, can't use Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Oh, oh. That was awesome. You did a great call. Oh, thank you. That was hilarious. Thanks, Andy. Bye, Facebook. Bye. Okay, awesome. That was a fun one. Do you want to plug anything? Yeah, um, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, you guys have been guests on my show on Sirius XM. Yeah, the real one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Raw Report. It's every Thursday at 4 p.m. on Raw channel. Dog it's Channel so 99 if you have Sirius XM. Raw Report. Listen to it, people. And then, uh, yeah, I'm Andy Fiore on all website, Twitter, Instagram, A N D Y F I O R I. Instagram. All the same. All the same. Plug it in. You'll get me. We'll tag you. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks Andy Fury. Thank you so much. Here. What a great Thanks. time. Bye. Thanks for having Bye. me. Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show.